This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. Once again, with your boy Darry Lips, and as always, my man Gio. Hello. Hey, man. Hello, hello. Oh, no funny antidotes. He's had a stressful Not week. Really, no, I ain't got no funny <laughs> antidotes this week. <laughs> oh, that no. that should be the antidote in itself. That's how wrestling is right now. Mm. I ain't got nothing. Do you think it is because they're now just waiting for live fans, though? Do you think that's across the board, like with everyone? Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think there's gonna be a restart once they hit the live fans. I think after summer, like probably the week after SummerSlam, they'll do a reboot of the brands, kind yeah. of a, a new draft, probably. And yeah, because I'm expecting like at this SummerSlam. I mean, the names all like rumored, like Cena, Lesnar, Becky Lynch. They're saying might show up. I mean, that's all for SummerSlam. That's like WrestleMania. I- Levels think, of hype. I, I think Lesnar's going to return at SummerSlam, probably at the end or something, and they'll push whatever he's going to do to the Rumble to Mania. Yeah, yeah. And then if Becky, because Becky was at the Performance Center this week as well, start her comeback time. So I would expect her to appear. Where do you think she'll go? SmackDown or Raw? Oh, Raw. I think she'll. I think. I think her and Ripley will be a banger yeah could be could be fun could it be fun right so obviously this week we had hell in a cell um what was your overall vibe of hell in a cell i was it all it was all right that's what i thought like i know a lot of people were quite it didn't do anything great but it was consistently good I didn't think any of it was bad. I mean, it wasn't long. It didn't feel drawn out. It was shorter than a roar. It was a it was a fine way to spend a couple of hours. Like that's how I looked at it. I you know from a wrestling point of view. Um, but yeah, let's go through it. Obviously, the kickoff match: Mandy Rose and Natalia. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It was it is what it is. What they're doing. Um, obviously doing the storyline that natalia and tamina are saying they get their opportunities hot um yeah so i don't know interesting it was what it was it was a it was a um it was a kickoff 
Anyway, time for the main card. Let's just go on with that. So it started Hell in a Cell, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. What, what did you make of that? It was a good match. Do you, so I, I like Yeah, go on. I'm just saying, I, I, I thought it was a good match. I thought the ending was awesome. Uh, the KOD onto like the open ladder. Ruthless. Um, I thought it was there was a good creative use of her hair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I said though in 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 a Discord, I have I may not see what other people are seeing of Bianca Bella. I don't see the hype. I feel like I did when everyone was hyped on the Young Bucks. I don't get it. I I don't. I like I like her. I just don't like her as much as everyone's saying. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Bailey's very creative. Bailey right now, one of the best for me. Um, like doing things like biting when she was out of desperation. You know, it was good. Uh, yeah, you're right. It was a very good uh, cell match. For Bianca's first attempt at being in Hell in a Cell, I thought it was very, very good. And I thought the finish was, was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. Um... Then we moved on, Cesaro versus Seth. Um, do you think this was just, do you think there'll be another one? Or do you think they'll both be in Money in the Bank to like end their feud? I, I don't, why, what are they doing with Cesaro? Don't know. I, I don't know. And the thing is like. Loss after loss is fucking hurting him. But so what, this is one all now. And I know it, it was a good match between the two. And I actually quite liked the finish. And um, as weird as it sounds, I absolutely hate this Seth Rollins. I hate him. Really? I, I hate this whole, I'm wearing these goofy looking suits. <laughs> you don't like the drip? Yo. <laughs> I just... Well, the rumor is it's going to be Seth Rollins versus Edge at SummerSlam. Okay. That's apparently the rumor because uh, Edge is back I, soon and each time. he was doing was good. And then they like ruined it with this whole thing because he wore one suit and now all of a sudden they're like, he's a goofy looking suit guy. <laughs> Maybe. I, I preferred the Messiah. Rollins, I must admit, I I like Hollins, Rollins as that sort of slimy, crazy heel. Uh, I thought that the authority version of Rollins was great. I like the me, Messiah. To me, the Messiah gimmick helped the mid-card guys because it would be like, oh, you're losing every week. Follow me. And then he'd be either fight with them or they join them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that that would have done better had AOP managed to stay healthy. For me, I think losing AOP kind of lost that because that would have been a really good group, you know? Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I actually quite like the finish. It, it kind of kept Cesaro strong without doing some cheap disqualification or nonsense. Um, he looked better because Seth used it as getting lucky. I do think there'll be a third match. I don't know if it'll be in Money in the Bank or they'll just both get put in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Um, or if they'll have a match. I don't, after watching Raw, don't think they're going to be in the ladder match because I feel like they're using money in the bank to like really um, 
push some new people, which obviously we'll get into Raw because it's quite surprising. But yeah, I don't know. I think we will get a third because that's one all now and didn't really end it, did it? Um, but anyway, it was a good match. They did have another good match between two very talented men. Um, right. Now, that... <sighs> okay. Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Now, this one has been... I don't know what to make of it. I, put the... I don't... I don't... Uh, it was weird. But you know what I like? I like when a character or a wrestler is so into their character like Alexa Bliss is. Um, it makes it look good. I just don't think it should be Shayna that is being used. Shayna is it's tough. I don't know. It's weird. The slap that Reginald took, though, your boy got a slap. Okay? Like, dude. He got open hand pimp slapped. I <laughs> uh, oh, did. But no, Alexa is, is really good in it. I don't know what to make of the match because I thought the feud has been told really badly. I feel like they've written really badly. I like Shader doing alone stuff. I like what Alexa Bliss is doing, but I feel like they're not writing it well. Um, I don't know how to how to say that because i like some of it and i hate some of it so is this a did they well we'll get into it with raw but judging by raw i'm assuming they're going with this whole thing now where you know the contact with the fiend changes the person looks like it because yeah, boy like you it. you're not gonna get a rant but boy do i got questions when it comes to to, to, to that <laughs> So on, on the advertising of live shows, the Raw for, I think it's early August, has The Fiend on. The Fiend is being advertised for the August Raw. Okay, so I'm guessing he'll be back. Um, it could appear maybe at Money in the Bank or something. I mean, could they put Money in the Bank on The Fiend? Beyond. Maybe he comes and he attacks somebody and causes him to lose the money. Like... They go to grab the briefcase and he shows back up and starts a new feud. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, so, yeah. Be interesting. Because I, I like what Alexa Bliss is doing. I don't like the way they're writing it. And I feel like they, they've got these great characters. Maybe I just don't feel like they know what they're doing with it. Maybe Alexa goes to grab it and then he, call, he screws her. Yeah, maybe. And they're also saying that Liv Morgan is going to, like, get possessed by the doll or something and get involved. I mean, to be fair, could you imagine being this and Morgan would be quite a group? No, now you're pissing me off. I'm getting tired <laughs> of doing this for the past four years. Liv Morgan is not Sister Abigail. Liv Morgan is not doing a fucking stupid demon gimmick. Stop writing your role plays. Stop writing your fan fiction. <laughs> Because she, what she cackled or she laughed once, and everybody's like, "That laugh, that's the same laugh in the thing." And she's gonna be in there, Sister Abigail. <laughs> okay, you're not a fan, no? <laughs> it's fan fiction. Well, I don't know. I could see Liv Morgan in that. Like, she's crazy. Can you imagine that group though? Morgan, Bliss, and Fiend. Come on now, that's that's money. Money. 
Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I just, I don't like the way Shane has been in it, but I like Alexa Bliss. So that made that suck for me because I don't think it should be Shayna jobbing out to Bliss. There's other people they, I think. But you also have to try and make Alexa Bliss look big and scary. And so I kind of get it. it. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I just don't think they're writing it very well. But anytime that Reginald gets slapped in the face, I will take it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah, I don't believe that these two can ever have a bad match. No. I mean, they, they might not hit the levels of like, you know, between 2010 or 2015. I, I get that. But they'll never have a bad match. There is never a time I feel like a proper wrestling fan is bored of seeing Owens and Zayn. It's one of them that you can always book and we will always watch. Um, again, I thought they were great. Zayn actually picked up the win this time. Um, I think where Sami Zayn is right now, I love the annoying, how annoying Sami Zayn is. Like, he's one of them just annoying heels that you just can't help but like. Um, but afterwards, Kevin Owens tweeted um, that he is going to take a break. Yeah, uh, um, you just told me this, so that was news to me. Um, I'm guessing maybe they'll put Zayn in the Money in the Bank match. Maybe, yeah. Um, to be fair, Owens... Hasn't ever really had time off, has he? Owens has always kind of been around. So it does make sense, you know? If they've got other things coming, maybe give him a rest through Money in the Bank and get him back for SummerSlam. You know, I, I, I think it makes sense because now that Alistair Black isn't there for Big E, Big E hasn't really got I think the only time he was off was like a little bit last year after Mania. Didn't you get hurt in the main, like fighting Seth Rollins or something? Yeah. I think he hurt himself actually jumping off the sign, didn't he, through the table yeah. and stuff. Um, that's the only time I remember him being off telly for a bit, you know? Um, so, and, you know, it, it's a tough schedule if they can give breaks here and there to, like, recover. that Because I've been reading, they, they take that stuff a lot more serious now, like injuries. Do you remember, like, back in the day, everyone was getting hurt and they're fighting yeah. through it and there's always complaining. But now they seem any sort of injury and... <laughs> You know, they're very different approach to it now, WWE, about people working hurt. I never really thought about it until I watched The Dark Side of the Ring on Dynamite Kid and how they were saying, like, he didn't fake any of the high-risk moves he was taking, and that's why he ended up in a wheelchair, because, you know, he would do these insane dives and crashing into barricades, and he just wore his bones out, and he couldn't go no more. Yeah, I, I just feel that they take a very different approach to it now. I, re I really do. Like, I think they've seen enough long-term injuries. Like, we don't see anything of, like, Brian's and Edge's and Punk's, you know, all that stuff that we got told. It's not really like that now. I mean, I don't know if you've ever really watched early Japan wrestling. If you watch, like, a Dynamite Kid match, he was doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of what they even said in the dark side of the ring, like, a lot of wrestlers wouldn't have been the wrestler they are today if they didn't mold themselves and do the type of stuff that he was doing that was brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just, yeah. I, and the more I read, the more I hear, it just, it's, it's, you know, they do seem to take it a little bit more seriously. Um and I think where they get opportunities to give people a little break, they seem to take them. Um, Even Japan's been taking it more seriously. Japan used to be notorious for just 
letting them fucking batter their bodies out. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know, he hurt his arm. He's out for a while. We're taking the belt off of him. Mm, yeah, yeah. That fucking curse. Yeah. The past yeah. few had to just give it up. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's good. And, uh, you know, if Irons needs a break, I think I'm not sad about that because he has worked hard all through COVID. Kevin Owens has been pretty much there, you know, all through the pandemic stuff. And get your guys rested up for when fans come back in a couple of months. You know, like that's going to be a big deal. They're going to want to hit the road and hit the road hard. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Um, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. Um, I thought it was lame. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was lame and disappointing. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know how they're like, for me, they're trying to use Rhea in a way that doesn't suit her at all. You know, um, okay. for me, I think, I think it's that, I think the character they're trying to make Rhea, she can't do, um, I don't know. And working with Charlotte. So apparently like Charlotte wanted to help put Rhea over. Um, she wanted to get Nikki Cross back on telly. Apparently most of the story has been Charlotte's idea. See, um, that's the I think they've built this up for a good year because last year Charlotte took it from her and Triple H kept saying, there's a bigger picture to this. There's a bigger picture to this. There's a bigger picture to this. Yeah, I think uh, there, there is. I just thought like, the DQ, like she hit her with the top of the announce table. It was lame. Like, like they, they bounce off that table all the time. Like last year she took the NXT title from Rhea and then all of a sudden everybody was like, well, why is Charlotte the NXT champion? She, she shouldn't, she's a main card person. And then Triple H kept going, there's a reason behind all this. Just let it play. There's a reason behind all this. I think we're finally seeing the payoff to all this. Mm. And then don't forget, Charlotte, handed it back to EO, which was to keep Rhea looking strong, you know? Like, I feel like that whole NXT thing was to get the title off Rhea and the title onto EO, and they used Charlotte in between, which made both ladies look strong. I think, yeah, I, I don't know. It, this one, though, was was poor. Yeah, it, it was poor. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I think, it wasn't a good match. I think Rhea Ripley's had a better main thing so far than Shayna Baszler. 100%. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and I don't know if all of it is booking. I don't know if Baszler is good enough. Well, they ruined... Baszler was ruined from the minute they had her tap clean to Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look, if you watch that Elimination Chamber match where she tore a new one to everyone and then the WrestleMania match where she tap to Becky in like half a minute, half a second. Two very different turnouts. And I think that's when you see that they've gone cold on someone is exactly what happened with Baszler. When you find out the next month that she had to give it up anyway, it was like, so why not, if she knew all this, then why not drop it to Shayna at Mania and just be, you know, say you're pregnant from there. And then have Oscar Baszler, where you could have Oscar win. No one would not believe that Oscar could beat Shayna Baszler. Like, it's perfectly believable, you know? Um, yeah, they, they, I just, I, yeah. She's been, she's been 
it's just gone cold on in it but we'll have to see what happens but yeah i thought the the women's championship match was the worst match of the night i i didn't and i like charlotte and i like Rhea. i just don't think it's working what they're planning but we'll have to see uh, we'll get to how nikki cross looks in a minute um but then the final match hell in a cell bobby lashley drew mcintyre if drew loses doesn't get to challenge bobby lashley again um yeah and they deliver some good old-fashioned big sweaty men bumping each other around and they do it very very well and do you know what like what shows in the match is it feels like they don't like each other do you get that feeling like it feels that there really isn't hate like there really is hate sorry I, i don't know like you feel like they don't like each other um didn't really go overboard with the weapons it was just like a table and chair but still the bumps were pretty decent when he got put through the table was pretty hardcore um i think what they everyone was complaining about you know the ending and stuff but mcintyre got the door open so why wouldn't mvp get involved like it was made to look like mcintyre made a mistake i don't think it was cheap where did they where did they go with lashley from here that's not Kofi will keep him busy until Lesnar comes back. I don't want to see it. What, Lashley Lesnar? Yes, we have to see it. It has to happen. Uh, This Lashley has to fight Brock Lesnar. It's just going to be shitty MMA grapples. It has to be seen. It has to happen. You know it does. You may not want to see it, but you know it has to happen. Like, this is the Lashley. As soon as Lashley's back, they want to see him fight Lesnar because it's probably the only guy on the roster that you can believe could beat Brock Lesnar proper. He was much better MMA star than him. Much better uh, performer like that. This is a Lashley that you know on his day could actually beat Brock Lesnar. And it's SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar's a draw. And Lashley right now is super hot. Yeah, it has to be. What I'm interested in is what they do with McIntyre. Because now while Lashley's champ, he can't do nothing. Can't go for it. It'll be nice to see what Drew can do not in the title pit. You know, it will be really nice. Um, But I thought the match was good. And I know people didn't like the ending. I liked the ending because it showed that McIntyre just didn't think. Uh, He opened the door. Of course, MVP would come in. Of course, MVP would cause a problem. Um, so yeah, for me, cheap roll up, they add the way. Yeah, it's fine. It was a McIntyre mistake. And I think that was the right way to book it, uh, myself. But as I say, I give it a solid seven out of 10. It was nothing spectacular. Thought the women's matches were a bit sucky, like uh, apart from the hell in a cell. But other than that, I thought it was, it was a solid show. It was a solid show. Oh, all right. Well, I guess we're on the road. Roll was good. <laughs> The Raw was good. Yeah, Raw was good. Except Raw hasn't been delivering, but it was a good Raw. Yeah, because it was upset after upset. Eva lost. I don't want to talk about that. but um, like We all sat in Discord a couple of hours beforehand going over the Raw card and going, ah, so predictable. And none Uh, of it it happened. None of it happened. Everyone that you thought was going to win, lost. <laughs> like I was, 
I was so scared they were gonna James Ellsworth it to Eva Marie. I was like, Dewdrop, Dude Drop's gonna win the briefcase and give it to Eva. Is it son of a bitch? Yeah, and they lost. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe. I thought Eva and Dude Drop were gonna win. I honestly thought they were gonna be in the Money in the Bank. Okay, can we talk about the name? Dude Drop. Y'all bent out over a name when you mm. forget that they've had Slapjack. Maze, T-Bar, a name just a name. Yeah, like she's a talented girl who you could name anything. She would be fine. Like she's a talented girl, Piper Niven. She's a very talented girl. The name doesn't matter. Like it, honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, at all. I don't like that Eva took a, a roll up. You know, we don't talk about it. It never happened. I didn't see it. I turned it off. Um, but we had some money in the bank qualifiers after the beginning. Um, New Day cutting off uh, Lashley and stuff, and they booked. Um, was it another cell match? Yeah, Hell in a Cell because the USA Network apparently very very upset that SmackDown got a Hell in a Cell and they didn't. <laughs> USA Network were not happy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, we're not happy. So we had another one. I didn't realize that Hell in a Cell now could be just done so easily. Um, but yeah, basically New Day come out. I'm guessing that Kofi's going to keep Lashley busy for a, a month for Money in the Bank and then see from that, you know? Or Woods turns heel. I want to see Woods. Um, it, they booked Woods v. Lashley, Hell in a Cell for later. Uh, and it was a lot of Money in the Bank qualifiers. The opening one, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Um, I, the only, I love it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Fantastic win for Ricochet. Um, putting him in the money in the bank match, which I think is great. He'll get some big spots. Hopefully he can showcase. I don't expect him to win. Uh, but I think he'll shine I, in a match like that. I think it's, I like when we get a money in the bank list like this, where it's people that haven't won or that are not necessarily getting pushed right now that, you're like, oh man, you know, when so if that person wins it, that push is going to eventually happen. Yeah. This is like the money in the right. bank is like a big what if, isn't it? I, I hate it when we get people like a Seamus or a John Cena or a Kane. Cause I'm like, y'all, y'all have been there, done that already. Let other people use this for a, a momentum boost. Yeah. 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 But the only bit of this I thought was yeah, go on. It's Royal Rumble. I hate, I hate repeat Royal Rumble winners, and I hate Royal Rumble winners from like let's say a John Cena or a Randy Orton, who like you won it five years ago. Why do you need another win now? What 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 is it going to momentumize for you? Like mm. if the Rock to win the Rumble this year, I'd still be pissed because it's The Rock. He hasn't been around. You're wasting a spot. Just go on and challenge Roman Reigns. You don't need to use the Royal Rumble to do it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I agree with that totally. They don't They don't need it. Like Money in the Bank, they don't like some of the guys that have won it in the past, they didn't need the wins, you know? Um, I think the only one recently that it worked was when Lesnar just showed up his thing i i didn't hate that um but yeah so ricochet with the win viking raiders came out I, it's a bit weird i don't 
I don't ever see the Viking Raiders as people that would run in and cause problem, but I think that was the only bit where, but giving Ricochet the win was a really nice moment. Uh, I'm not expecting it to be anything other than cool spot, cool spot wrestling in the money in the bank, but who knows? In money in the bank, as you say, is a big what if. Um, then obviously that even Marie nonsense happened. Oscar and Naomi are in the women's match. Is that right? The tag team, they both get put in. Yeah. Yeah. So, there we go. So yeah, Oscar and Naomi. So now you're and Naomi's been done wrong. She's getting a she's getting the main match. Shut up. Yes, please. And Oscar's always a safe pair of hands. And I think, you know, they'll be good in a money. And you never know. They they Naomi could be. I, I think Becky Lynch is gonna stop Oscar from winning it this year. You reckon? I think Oscar's gonna go tease that she's gonna win it for the second year in a row. And Becky Lynch is gonna like somehow interfere and stop her and being like, "You won it last year, and you took something that you know you took something and lost something that you shouldn't have had in the first place because you never beat the rightful person." Mm. Boom! She's back as the heel man persona, which was amazing as it was. Yeah, could be, could be. I, my personal feeling, um, I think it will be Bailey that wins the money in the match. I really okay. Do. I my early prediction: if she's in the match, I think Bailey will win money in the match. She she won it already though. I know, but I just I don't know. I feel I feel like it will be. Um, but yeah. Um, then we had another qualifier match which they said we had never had before first time ever which surprised me a little bit uh but it was john randy orton versus john morrison um and i can't believe i'm gonna say this but john morrison won we're really on the same roster orton was usually a raw guy and morrison was usually a smackdown and i suppose morrison did quite a lot of tag team stuff and you know and then, yeah, as you say, it was on SmackDown mid-card a little bit. So, yeah, I do kind of get it. It just surprised me. Like, I was surprised to learn that Triple H and Rey Mysterio never fought one-on-one. -on -one. Like, what? Like, but again, oh, guess, yeah. really on the same brand because Rey Mysterio, for most of the time, was always a SmackDown guy where Triple H was a Raw guy. Mm. Yeah, they said the closest it came was the 2006 Royal Rumble. That's the closest one-on-one -on -one stuff that they've done. They done Apparently, I think it was a six-man as well. Uh, with DX and stuff. Um, but yeah, nothing one-on-one, -on -one, which is weird. Uh, but yeah, Morrison winning. Are you shocked? I am. I, I, yeah, I, I actually thought Orton was going to be in it. I actually thought he was going to be in it. Maybe not win it, but I thought he was going to be in it. Um, it was great. Miz hit him with like a water shot. And then there was like... Matt uh, Riddle come down to try and, you know, wheel Miz away. And then he sort of hung my hangman over the ropes, hit him with the starship pain. Pow. One, two, three. Morrison. I just I was shocked. I sat there like, oh my god, they actually Morrison is one. Morrison could be money in the bank. I believe that. I can think. Um, and then the second one for I'm guessing all four members of Raw's women, because it's an eight-man, the women, uh, was another tag match, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against Nia Jax. And Shayna, with the winners getting put into it. Um, Reggie nearly slapped Naya, which was great. 
Um, was it Reggie? Yeah. He nearly slapped Naya in the face. Uh, he doesn't hit Naya. She hugs him. Nikki kicked them both. Boom. Roll up and Shade is distracted. Big win for okay. Nikki Cross. So again, do you think this weird looking blue blazer Nikki Cross is because of <laughs> contact with Alexa Bliss? <laughs> I don't know, but she looks like she's having fun with it. And there was rumors saying it was partly her idea. Um, what in the world is this? <laughs> I don't know. It's Nikki Cross being... Maybe, maybe it's some stuff to be in touch with, you know, uh, Bliss and Fiend. Maybe. I don't know. Um, well, how do you, like, anytime somebody messed with Bray White, their gimmick got altered? Yeah, maybe. But she looked cool. I did laugh. <laughs> I did laugh. Um, but I like that, that Nikki's getting a semi-push. I like that she's on telly. I like that she looks like she's having fun. You know, it, it, Long may it continue. I don't hate it. It looked funny, but she's still got a big win, and her and Alexa are in the ladder match. So that's Oscar, Naomi, Bliss, and Nikki Cross from Raw um, are all in the money back. Again, maybe Nikki Cross wins it. Maybe this is her time. You know? Maybe. Maybe it is her time, which would be good. Um, but yeah, GG's to them. Then there was a bit of a backstage bit. Uh, Jinder, Jeff, and Cedric were all like, why haven't they got money in the bank match? And they got told the qualifying match is the final. And Sheamus popped up saying he shouldn't have to qualify. So Pierce is like, oh, your nose is okay. You can defend. And he leaves. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny. Um, and then if J Jinder said if someone is somehow unable to make it to money in the bank, he would like to be considered the alternate. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but it was you know, stuff. And then the big one for me. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Drew McIntyre. Um, what a match. Matt Riddle is on fire right now. He's just putting on banger after banger after banger. Since his match with Sheamus for the US title, Matt Riddle has been on one hell of a hot streak. I've never really been a Riddle fan, but he's one of the best things on Raw right now. See, that's, we groaned and we're like, uh, McIntyre, and then it didn't happen. No. All I read when the matches were announced was, oh, this is how they're going to get Drew back in the title picture. Yada, yada, yada. He's going to win the whole thing. Doesn't even make the match. Doesn't even make the match. And okay, it was like a bit of a roll-up, but he beat him clean. It was kind of clean. It was a one, two, three, shoulders down. Um... Absolutely tremendous match. A really, really good match. Matt Riddle is, is so good. Um, Orton was up top and Riddle was trying to get a fist bump. Orton didn't move. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. And then there was some weirdness. They announced that Elias and Jackson Riker are fighting in a strap match. Um, Ali telling Mansoor that he's asking the wrong questions to all the wrong people. Um, yeah, you have to build your own ladder of success. Do you think they're teasing an Ali Mansoor tag team? That would be kind of cool. Yes, I and, and that's why I brought it up because I think that would be great for them both right now, like some tag action, you know? I think they would make a really good team. Um, obviously, congratulations to Ali. He also announced on Twitter that he's having a baby. Uh, well, not him personally, him and his wife are having a baby. So uh, congratulations to him. 
Um, but yeah, so in the moment, the money in the bank is Riddle, Morrison, and Ricochet. That's awesome. I mean, I'm assuming it's an eight-man, so we'll probably get one more guy from Raw and then whatever SmackDown's doing. But yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I'm excited. Because that's like new guys, new faces. Um, and then the main event. Hello, uh, the Cell, Bobby Lashley versus Xavier Woods. Um, yeah. Lashley beat him up. Woods takes it well. Got speared. Full Nelson taps after hitting a chair. Um, what I don't get is at the end, MVP was like taunting Kofi, who was like slamming the cage door. Why didn't you just get the ref to open the door? um i don't know oh because mvp did it i think but anyway yeah kofi was hitting the cage it's obviously going to be lashley kofi i'm guessing at money in the bank just keep lashley busy and i don't hate that i think kofi's a safe pair of hands until whatever maybe they're just using kofi to fill because there's still obviously quite a lot of talk that you know lesnar hasn't signed um do you think they'll just throw enough money at him to get him to sign maybe um also Apparently, for Money in the Bank, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Dominic Mysterio. I wanted to bring that up with you of what you thought of that. He's not ready. I don't think so. Why? Yeah, apparently to like avenge his dad. Yeah, and stuff. The rumor is it would be Lashley Kofi and Roman Dominic uh, for Money in the Bank. Do you think that's just literally, yeah, to keep Reigns and busy until yeah. Cena? Do you, yeah, because where do you feel, as a fan, you've been to live shows and you watch it, the product a lot. Do you feel that they are just doing whatever just until fans come back? And if they are, do you feel that's a bit of a slap in the face to us watching the content? Ugh. <laughs> Just, I don't know, man. Mm. Right, so the predictions are that somehow Drew will get into the match. Um, and then from SmackDown, they're expecting it to be Sami Zayn, Big E, Seth Rollins, and Cesaro. With the current at the betting, Big E is the favorite to win Money in the Bank. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it could... They have Big E win. They tease some stuff with him until The Rock comes back at WrestleMania. Because I'm guessing The Rock is going to face Reigns at WrestleMania, surely. Um, it's got to keep the belt till then. Do you think that? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It will be. It's, you know, way too early to predict. You know, it is WrestleMania. But they're already saying that they're expecting it to be Edge AJ Styles at WrestleMania, which is way too early to predict. But that's apparently what they want. Or horsewomen will be finally fight each other. Um, yeah, all kinds of mad predictions that I was reading today. Um, yeah, that if they don't get The Rock, that it'll be Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, that is about that. On to the news. On to the news. Um, I've got written here the $700 AEW replica title. Oh, God. $700, bro. $700. Crazy. He has money like you. Like, is that too much? I mean, you guys buy replica stuff more than I do. Like, you bought quite a lot of replica stuff and collection stuff. 
Is that about right, though, for a title, or do you feel that that's pushing it too far? It was. Is it? I mean, the Fiend one was only like $500. Um, yeah, and the fact that they've invested $10 million into their video game with Ukes. Yeah, I was reading that. They're like in the negative money-wise because of this game so far. Yeah, they are in the red. That doesn't mean that they're going bust like I see some people on Twitter. It just means that they're spending more than they're making. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've got good partnerships. I think, I think they'll be okay. They need that game to be good. I mean, it looks, the bits we saw, it's, it's interesting. Do you, I, that is one way for me with how bad wrestling games have been. That is one way for them to gain some traction, though. They make a good game, you know, that actual talented content creators can use. That would be huge for them. Uh, for My me. only problem is, is they're trying to make No Mercy again. No Mercy is not a good game. Yeah, it's not bad. But yeah, it's not. It wouldn't be on it's the list. I mean, yeah. the, the graphics were great for the 90s. We're, we're in a different age. Mm. We are. We are very much on a, on a different, different page. But yeah, different age even. But yeah, it's, they obviously also need to get off of a Friday night. Like, that's horrible. Um, they are on Saturday this week. Like, whole bumping around their show isn't good for them, you know? Um, this is what this is what WC this is what WCW did. Yeah, just getting bumped around because of everything else. So they've been on 10 p.m. Friday, and now they're on Saturday at eight o'clock, and then they're moving back to Wednesdays from June 30th. It's difficult when you're trying. So their numbers obviously show. So they were sort of on a Wednesday night, they're getting 800,000 plus. On a Friday, they'll be getting like 450,000, 500,000. It shows they've got a core base of fans, but you keep bumping around. You'll never get the casual viewer. And that's what they need is a casual viewer, you know, desperately. Um, and they can't keep being bumped around. So what doesn't look good, though, is the fact they've got a Friday night show coming, a second show. They haven't really got the numbers from their main show on a Friday. You're seeing that 2 million people watch SmackDown. And only 500,000 watch AEW pretty much after. You know, don't know. Um, but that's all that I've got from AEW. Um, Damien Priest will be off TV for a while. Um, it doesn't give him a time. Uh, they were hoping to include Priest in the Money in the Bank qualifier matches. But they can't. Um, he's got an underlying back issue that's been since last April. So that must be bad. Um yeah, he apparently had it at WrestleMania 37, uh, which is why Bad Bunny did so much work. Nearly didn't get cleared for the match, which is why they were obviously at solo to first. Um, and he's been off since May 17th. So fingers crossed he gets back soon. Um, other than that, it's been quite a quiet week. Um, people are behaving themselves. I think they're all just keeping quiet until fans are back. You know, I honestly do. Um, I don't think much else is happening. Um, Andrade has filed a trademark for Andrade El Idolo. Uh, he's put that trademark in, which is obviously his new in-ring name. That, see, pretty much it, you know? 
So you're going to have to make sure that you've got fully loaded 1998 down tight, sir. All right, you guys ready? <laughs> this was a random one. We do actually have one for you this year, this week. We had a couple of requests okay. from, from others. To the two goofs that thought it would be funny because I'm a short person to mm. give me BLC, the joke's on you because that match is amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't say amazing, but <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, Extreme Rules 2014 opened with um, um, El Torito with Diego and Fernando against Hornswoggle with Three Man Band in a, in a WLC match. Uh, but we'll with, get to that. We'll go through with, the card. With Kenny, JBL, <laughs> Mini Hall, and Mini King. Ah, uh, it was, yeah, it was something else. Mini announce table. <laughs> Everything, just a wee LC. Everything you know, was little. This week, this week what was fully loaded. Yes, 1998 fully loaded. Right, so I will I will go through the card. We'll go through it one by one, and then uh, we'll get your thoughts. Uh, started with Val Venus taking on Jeff Jarrett with Tennessee Lee. Um, yeah, I forgot okay. about him. <laughs> Val Venus. Uh, I don't know how they like. They would not be able to get away with the shit that he says nowadays. <laughs> He was worse than Rick Rude, wasn't he? At least Rick Rude was like, you know, Val Venus was. Didn't they do like his promos was with Jenna Jameson and stuff, wasn't it? Not even that. He would always like somehow find a dick innuendo to go with the city. Like you'd be like, so this is New York, the Big Apple. I know something you could take a bite of. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh no! Um, yeah. You show me yours, I'll show you mine. And I was like, "Good lord!" <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. But solid match. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, second match was a non-title match. Now I wonder why it was non-title because I know at the time D'Lo Brown was European champion. And he was taking on X-Bax. Duo Brown, European champion, coming out to different European countries every week. <laughs> really? I love, he, they, I love this. They would change his hometown each week. Like, he'd be like, representing Blackpool, England. Rep like, he just kept representing different European places every week. <laughs> it was this great. It, it was up there with the, with the Al, when Al Snow won it, and Al Snow would dress up and gimmick up to whatever European country it was for the week. Like, I think he did Italy, and he came out with a fish and a picture of, Doni, of Tony Danza. He <laughs> 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 did, like, France, where he had, like, a fake mustache on the head, and it came out with, like, a baguette. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I forgot, like, D'Lo Brown was great. Yeah, I was a huge D'Lo Brown fan. I was huge D'Lo Brown fan. I tried so hard to learn how to do the neck thing when I was younger. 
like 17, 18 year old me trying to do his head thing. Man, yeah, I love D'Lo. Absolutely. And he got a big win here against X Park. I just never wondered, knew why the title wasn't on the line. It just seemed a bit. The next match. Yeah. So it was Farouk and Scorpio against Bradshaw and Funk. The promo beforehand with Bradshaw. Because he was he Justin Bradshaw at this time. This was that was his name at the time when he was Justin Bradshaw, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, this was just they were just about to turn into the acolytes. Right. So they were fighting each other in this one. Well, this is the lead, kind of the teasing lead up to it. But right. like the promo beforehand, JBL just turns around and calls Michael Cole like a a a, a skinny prick. Oh, like, God. for no reason, he's just like, I'll break your neck as soon as I break his, you skinny prick. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because when I saw it, I was like, I wondered if it was a typo. I was like, I don't remember them fighting each other. Um, uh, yeah, no, this was like, literally, Terry Funk was like, right before the match, Terry Funk was like, I think this is my last match again. God, how many times has he said that? Time. And like it, it, it threw all like they played it off like he did like uh Farouk didn't know or no Brad like they played it off like Bradshaw didn't know and Bradshaw was like what are you talking about and right. then like basically the end of the match or whatever they like both beat up each other's partners and then a few weeks later they turned into the acolytes yeah because the acolytes debuted the on a Sunday night heat around the Survivor Series time of that year, yeah. wasn't it, 98? It was, it was just before, because they were managed by uh, Jacqueline. As, oh, no, Callist, wasn't it? No, wait, was it Don Callist yeah, that managed Callis them first? Yeah, the Jackal. Yeah, the was, Jackal. Oh, my God. Don Callis as the Jackal, who originally the rumor was was going to be the guy behind the ministry. Oh, really? But, like, something happened. I forget, something backstage happened that they fired him and it, it, they ended up like messing it all up uh, yeah because it was kind of at this time like all four of them were just kind of you know Funk was just seeing out his career Scorpio uh, didn't then, really have much to do then we but got yeah. another we got Mark Henry versus Vader which the promo afterwards fucking the state of Vader oh really so Mark Henry beats Vader Vader, your right. Ross is like, I've got to, it's got to suck another tough loss for you. And Vader just goes, maybe everybody's right. Maybe I'm just a piece of fucking shit, a big fat piece of fucking shit. He oh, just walks man. off, and it's like, no, no, Vader, what are you doing? Wow, God, because he left that year, wasn't it? Like he left that year. Uh, yeah. So I think it was after that. Yeah, he negotiated his own release so he could again wrestle in Japan. His final pay-per-view was at Breakdown in Your House in yeah. the October. So there you go. Yeah, that was pretty much two months before he left. But his WWE run wasn't great, was it? It, it was really... great. It was great in the beginning. And then political shit happened with Shawn Michaels not wanting to put him over and calling him too fucking stiff. That fucked up his career. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I know Cornette came out and said it could have gone better for him, but like he was yeah. supposed to, he was the, the he was supposed to win the belt at Survivor Series. Hence, why the pay per view after Survivor Series was called "In Your House." It's time. Wow. He was supposed to have the Vader push, or he was supposed to have the push that Sid got. Wow. Okay. And apparently, Vader like. Messed up a move, and you could hear Shawn Michaels get pissed during it. Like he messed up a move at the at the SummerSlam match, and like Shawn Michaels just starts getting up and like really fucking cursing. It's just like piece of shit. Ah, like apparently after that, he went backstage and like he told Vince, like I'm not working with him again. That kind of ruined it. That was the end. A bit like Punk and Ryback. Sounds the same. The punk Ryback stuff. Well, Ryback so, actually fucking sucked. Yes. Yeah, on the, on the flip side. Punk was actually right about that one. Um, and then you got one of my favorite of all times against one of my favorite of all times. Disciples <laughs> of Apocalypse versus Legion of Doom. Man, that's like, it's the wrong time for that. But yeah, like, who was it? It was Eight Ball and Skull, yeah? That was the tag team. I yeah, the Harris yeah. Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Against Legion of Doom. Uh, the 2000, that's Paul Ellering's version, isn't it? That's when they were, well, Animal was, uh, Hawk, I mean, was sort of on his way out, wasn't he? Like, he was in a bad this way. Is, this, point. this is them with their, like, motorcycle helmets. Yeah. Because wasn't it after this stuff, like, within that next year is when the, you know, they yeah, call they his drug addiction the, pretty much as a storyline. Well, they brought in Draz a little bit after this, and then they, yeah, they kind of started going with the fact, with this storyline that, like, Draz was drugging up Hawk to take his spot. And they had that horrible bit when he was, like, on top of the fucking... Oh, he pushed him off screen. the tight drive! Yeah, oh, man, that was bad. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> The match, my my personal favorite match of the night, the dungeon match, which is just them wrestling in Owen Hart's basement. <laughs> it's Owen right, Hart. Here we go, yeah. That Shamrock with Dan the Beast fucking severed as the ref. In a dungeon, a, right? There is a spot where he put Owen's head through the roof. <laughs> oh my God, really? <laughs> And there is a spot where Owen Hart did like a running hurricane rata off the pipes. Oh gosh, really? And then the ending, he hits the ending is like Dan Sefford takes a bump and then Owen Hart picks up a dumbbell and <laughs> knocks out Ken Shamrock and then like wakes up Dan Sefford. But as he's waking him up, he grabs Ken Shamrock's hands and just taps out. So Dan <laughs> Sefford just goes, oh, Catch that rock tapped out. Oh, no. I'm going to have to watch that. Oh, my God. Because I'm not far from that, actually. I'm in 98. <laughs> I'm not far from this. Um, but, oh, amazing. Did Ken Shamrock just lose his mind like normal Ken Shamrock? Just pick <laughs> up everyone. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, uh, then Rock versus Triple H in, was it a two out of three fools match? Yeah. But this one was weird, wasn't it? Didn't the time run out? Yes, this this is what led into their ladder match at SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, it was like one all. Um, I know there was quite a lot of interference because it was very much, you know, DX and 
nation of domination time at that point um but yeah and rock retained thanks to a one-all draw in the time limit um and that was pretty much the start of those two just becoming huge stars and then uh it was a king special <laughs> king jerry lawler's bikini contests oh god now that's just this was the one where she didn't have a bikini on she just had handprints Oh my god. And see what I mean? Like you hear this stuff and this is what people want back. Yeah. You want this attitude era stuff back. <laughs> like, good lord. Um, so Jacqueline got the victory because she didn't actually DQ with a bikini contest because she didn't have a bikini. Amazing. Right. Then the main event was for the tag team titles, I understand. Um, yeah. Austin and Taker taking on Kane and Mankind. Because um, it was leading the Taker and Austin at SummerSlam, and they were like the uneasy allies. Like, yeah. Austin was just like, I don't trust you, son. You're trying to sell, you're trying to help your brother. Yeah. Cause they, but they won the tag titles, didn't they? Uh, and they kept them for quite a while, weren't it? Um, well, they won them here, and then they lost them, like, I think two weeks before SummerSlam. Yeah, that, it was like a four quarters match, wasn't it? Or was it that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when Kane and Mankind actually did win it. Um, yeah. And then at SummerSlam, that's when Mankind got ditched by Kane and didn't appear, and the New Age Outlaws won it. I remember that. My God, that feels like a lifetime ago. You know that? Like, I would have been... 17. I'm 40 this year. That's madness. <laughs> ah, it's madness. But overall, what would you give it as a pay-per-view? I'd give it at least a, an eight. Yeah. Pretty solid. For 98 stuff, that's the thing. Yeah, you'd watch it now and you'd think, what the fuck? But for 98 stuff, it was pretty solid. Um, and then, of course, yeah, people tried to, to give Geo something they thought would be hard. They gave him Extreme Rules 2014 with the WLC. Um, you've got a card of Cesaro versus Rob Van Dam versus Jack Swagger in a triple threat elimination. Rusev taking on R-Truth and Xavier Woods in a handicap match. Uh, Bad News Barrett versus Big E Intercontinental Championship. This is the one with the six-man Shield versus Evolution. Uh, I'm upset. You... I thought I was getting Blutista for a yeah, minute. You're getting a red one. But it's one. pay-per-view. Yeah, you're getting red teaster in this one. <laughs> uh, Bray, still, oh, this was the Bray Wyatt Cedar Cage match. Yes, uh, with the kid. The kid starts singing and yeah. Page versus Tamina one. for the Divas title. Yes! <laughs> and then the Daniel Bryan versus Kane Extreme Rules match. Uh, it's a good card. But like where 2014 was, that's a really solid card. Um yeah, I liked it um, myself. Anyway, well, I mean, the following year was the one where they did stuff like I think they had Amber, like they had Ambrose versus Rollins, and then like they both brawled, and then they came back later in the night, and I made a joke where I was like, they literally brawled and just went to go get a beer, and then came back at the end of the night. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> yeah, probably. No, that was um, it was Ambrose and Harper. Okay. That yeah. was that feud, wasn't it? When they, I remember that because there was like a big cage yes. match when the RKO was banned, wasn't it? In the Seth Rollins match with Orton. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Oh my god, that was a good pay per view. I actually enjoyed that one. <laughs> um, yes, the no, don't, yeah. the no RKO match. Yeah, the no RKO cage match. Yeah, that was Ambrose and Harper in the Chicago street fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they just drove off, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. They went to get a beer. Because, exactly. yeah, if you look here at the card, it says Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper went 56 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just went off. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, 2014. Um, as I say, you guys, you got anything that you want Gio to watch? Gio is always happy. If not, we've got the randomizer, but obviously reach out. We will watch. Um, yeah, that's it. That is another show. Yeah, hold it's, on. We got to oh. talk about a few things. Okay. There, there were people trying to like be funny yesterday on Discord with me. Like, <laughs> watch an AEW show. Not gonna happen. I'm not spending sixty dollars to, to to entertain you, goofs. So yeah. no. Yeah, it's too. It much. has to be either WWE, WCW, or ECW. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, at the moment, like at the moment, the price of it is just ridiculous. You know, like it's ridiculous. I'm not spending sixty bucks. I'm not turning on my New Japan. I, I tell you what, he, he will do I'm it if you show. donate the sixty dollars to him to buy it. That's when we'll let him do it. How's that? <laughs> you want Gio to watch an AEW pay-per-view? You donate 60 bucks to us and we will do it. <laughs> you, you, you stop either me or Derry for our PayPal and you <laughs> donate <laughs> money. And we, will, we will buy <laughs> it with your hard-earned cash. <laughs> we will do that. Um, so, yeah, Extreme Rules 2014 is next week. Um, no other news. Sometimes we do this, right, and then I finish. And then there's massive uh, like stories come out. Literally, as we turn off, I send him something like, yeah, this just got announced. But there is nothing. Other than Dave Meltzer just said, there's nothing with Lesnar right now, but they could always throw money at him, I suppose. Which means he is. To me, I think that's it. I think that does that, that. And on that, there's no idiots. There's no misbehavior. Everyone's behaving themselves. So we like it when they behave themselves. And uh, with that, Gio, I'll see you next week, my man. Amen. Yeah,